Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Legal Happenings. My name is John McCooley. I'm the retired law librarian for Sherburn and Wright County, coming to you each Sunday morning at this time, thanks to the courtesy of KRWC, to share information with you, public information on our law libraries and some information that is helpful for those of you who are looking to go into the court, uh, to utilize the court, to find out more about subjects in, in the court, maybe court forums, free law clinics, and if you'll stick around long enough, you'll hear some legal commentaries by District Court Judge Greg Galler and District Court Stephen Halsey here uh, from the Buffalo area. Today, District Court Judge Galler is talking about fairness in the courts. Do you get the fair shake when you go in? And Judge Galler will be talking about someone that didn't feel that way because the judge ruled against him. Well, stick around and uh, hear more about that subject. And then later, District Court Judge Stephen Halsey is going to be talking about your lawyer is your advocate. You might want to listen to the, your lawyer because he's the one there to help you. And uh, District Court, uh, again, Stephen Halsey will explain more about that in a few minutes here on Legal Happenings, a public service of the station for which we do thank uh, the station. Want to remind everybody we do not give legal advice on this program. We give legal information, tell you about some law clinics that you might like to attend. Maybe you've received some papers, you've been served of some sort, and you want to, uh, well, get some answers. And so the best thing to do is to act quickly anytime you've been served with papers, only because it's important. As you know, in law, everything is timing. You have to move quickly. So. Do contact your local law library, and it might be Wright County, of course. Colleen Norgren's your law librarian here in Wright County, or Sherburne, or Stearns, or what have you. Each community today, each county has its own form of self-help program, all under the subject of self-help centers that District Court Judge Greg Aller talked about last week. And you're invited to participate. As a matter of fact, Going on now throughout our state at various uh, counties, the Minnesota Judicial Branch is conducting a, a survey of consumers that are using the court system. They want to know how you're uh, responding, are you getting the things you need, etc. They want to make a good system even better. So if you do go into the courthouse, you might, uh, at court administration, I'm thinking uh, specifically you may find some forms there that would uh, ask you to just fill out the form, tell them how you're doing. Are you getting what you want? Do you want more? What do you suggest? So on and so forth. And it's, it's not a place to find fault with the people who work in the courts. It's designed to help you with forms or other services that may be necessary. So let them know. This is your opportunity to find out more about the system and to help it get even better. Well, it's been an awful long winter. It seems like it doesn't want to end. And I wanted to share a thought with you about the benefits of reading to your children because it seems like we're a cabin fever right now and everyone's stuck in the house. We've been reading to our kids for a long, long time and uh, I've always enjoyed doing that. And I wondered if how many parents today, as busy as they are, still have time to read uh, to the kids one thing that the uh, uh, article that I have that talks about the importance of reading with young children is because it helps them to succeed in life. They become more involved with the world 
They're young and impressionable, and reading develops language skills. That's very important. They're exposed to reading exercises. Uh, they're a child's brain as well. Gets them thinking. And reading enhances a child's concentration, and reading together encourages a thirst for knowledge. Kind of opens up some uh, ideas that the children might wish to pursue. And a range of books teaches children about different topics. Reading develops a child's imagination and creativity, along with developing empathy and is a form of entertainment as well. Reading together, of course, helps create a bond between the reader and their child as well. So it's something you might like to do if you have nothing, uh, I mean, when you have nothing more that you can do after this long, hard, cold winter, grab a book from the local library or find something online. A good quality book is always something very valuable to a youngster. They remember those stories. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter, the only one we'll ever have, I'm sure, but uh, she sure likes to hear stories, and they're learning at such a high rate. I'd like to share that information with you today. Well, this is uh, the first weekend now in the month of March. Coming up next uh, few days, it's going to be National Consumer Week. You'll be able to see more public service announcements and things of that nature that talk about what the Federal Trade Commission is doing to help those of us consumers be protected from some of the many scams that are going on all around us. Also, if you have ran into a scam and you want to report it, don't forget the Attorney's Office, the Attorney General of the State of Minnesota is there to receive complaints. And in fact, they have a one-page complaint form. If you're working with a company and you're having some problems, you can't seem to get them resolved, you may wish to ask for a complaint form from the Minnesota Attorney General's office. Not only do they serve the consumer complaints, but also housing and mortgage assistance. They have uh, articles on debt and finance, public protection and internet safety, of course. Uh, seniors' issues are always important unwanted calls, health care, and your legal rights. And these are publications that come out that are easily read, plain language, and very helpful. And you can read a lot of them online as well. So just remember when you're looking for information on consumer issues, the state attorney general's office is the place to go. Well, it's time to take a break. District Court Judge Greg Galler standing by to talk about fairness in the courts. Welcome to my podcast page. This is District Court Judge Greg Galler. In these podcasts, I'll try to explain topics of interest involving Minnesota's courts. I hope that you will find the information helpful and that it will take away some of the mystery of what happens in court. As for my background, I have been a District Court Judge in the 10th Judicial District for over 10 years. The 10th District is made up of the eight counties of Anoka, Chisago, Isanti, Kennebec, Pine, Sherburne, Washington, and Wright. My chambers are located in the city of Stillwater in Washington County. Because of this, some of these podcasts will have a special emphasis on Washington County, Minnesota. This podcast will discuss the concept of fairness in the courts and what it means for a judge to be fair and for a person to receive a fair hearing. That judge wasn't fair. 
My clients told me this as we walked out of a Ramsey County courtroom nearly 20 years ago. What do you mean he wasn't fair, I asked. Well, he ruled against us, they explained. The case involved a fairly complicated legal issue, and we were given nearly an hour for arguments. Judge Roland Ferrissey was prepared and asked good questions. I had advised my clients ahead of time that the case could be decided either way. My clients watched the entire hearing. In the end, although he ruled against us, the judge had been fair. What does fairness mean? Is it really just a matter of winning or losing? Most of the people who come to court understand that judges work hard to decide cases fairly based on the law and the evidence. However, for some, like my former clients, fairness only means a favorable outcome. If they win, they think the judge was fair. If they don't win, they are sure that the system is rigged against them. They remain forever convinced in the righteousness of their own cause and in the complete lack of merit for the opposition. This is unrealistic. Most of the cases that come to court involve people with genuine good-faith disputes. After being assigned to a case, a judge reviews the matter to make sure that there are no conflicts of interest involved. The assigned judge wants to make sure that he or she can make a decision based solely on the merits of the case and that no one could reasonably question their ability to be neutral. When judges decide cases, they also explain the reasons for their decisions. Sometimes it comes down to what the law requires. In other cases, it is a fact issue, and one side is simply more believable than the other. Unfortunately, for some folks, no amount of explanation will ever be enough. They refuse to believe the system was fair simply because they did not prevail. At the start of conciliation court, I tell people that almost all contested cases involve each side believing that they are 100% right. I further advise that typically one side is right. This means that when I make my decision, half of them will think I'm a genius and the other half will be certain that I'm dumber than a box of rocks. I advise them to try one last time to settle their case. There is usually some middle ground that is fair to both sides. One retired judge used to say, a bad settlement beats a good lawsuit because at least you know what you've got. Judge Ferrissey was fair, even though he ruled against my clients. He retired from the bench around the time I became a judge. However, I was so impressed with him that I referred a number of cases to him for mediation work afterwards. It must always be remembered that fairness is not just a result. More importantly, it is a process. That's all for this podcast. I hope that you found it to be helpful. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, or if you have ideas for other topics, you can email me at greg.galler at courts.state.mn.us. Thanks for listening. And you are listening to Legal Happenings from KRWC. Thanks for the company. Again, my name is John McCooley, the uh, semi-retired law librarian for Wright County and Sherburne County, inviting you to let us know if you have a question or comment that you would like to have the judges comment on. Do a commentary on an issue that seems to be prevalent. It has to be of public interest, of course, and serve the needs of all. And we're so thankful that the district court judge had put... Uh, Judge Gregor, uh, Gre- Greg Geller, rather talked about the costs of a DWI recently. 
you know, it's amazing to me because it's a, oh, it's a complete uh, page of expenses that are going to occur if you uh, fall into that category of a DWI. It, it's just not the thing that you want to get into. And Judge Geller did a terrific job in highlighting the costs of that. And if anybody would like to hear it again, we would be more than happy. We have had a couple of requests for that but standing by. But you may have something that you feel ought to be done. I know we're all into the uh, driving, uh, hopefully not distracted, so that we uh, are all over the road, but we see that everywhere as we drive today. And as a senior, a lot of us uh, seniors do not even get on the road at certain times of the day, and probably just as well. It's busy for those working folks who have to get to work, but uh, the traffic, they say, increases by 5% a year, and it's going to get perhaps even worse I understand that the freeway from Clearwater uh, down to Hasty will be uh, expanded this coming year. And back, no, like, yeah, no, this year, 19, 2019, for the eight, what is it, four or five miles, uh, they're going to be starting there, Clearwater going eastward. It's going to be a, another one of those situations of road constructions. And it's just going to be a little bit hectic, so do, do be careful out there. And uh, do remember, if you have a question or comment on a commentary, let us know. We can maybe get that on for you. District Court Judge Stephen Halsey had already talked about the costs of a traffic zone violation. 300 bucks. Yeah, it gets expensive quick if, if you do certain things. So uh, let's uh, try to get through it. And uh, remember that safety first. We want to get everybody where they got to be. Well, if you are looking for a court form, we do ask you to check out the Minnesota Judicial Branch website. That's the premier site in Minnesota that offers you all the information you're going to need if you're doing self-help representation. Minnesota Judicial Branch is found at mncourts.gov. You'll find all manners of information from A to Z help topics. You'll learn more about the ICANN programs and forms libraries, law libraries. Of course, you can learn the basics of fee waivers. If you don't have the money uh, to pay a certain fee, you may qualify for a fee waiver. And you might uh, certainly learn more, and you will learn more about representing yourself in court. There's videos and tutorials that can help you get a better grip, grip I should say, of the things you want to do when you do get to the court. You might want to check that site out. Minnesota Judicial Branch website at mncourts.gov. And of course, if you do have a legal question, be sure to contact the Minnesota State Bar Association. They have a help desk at mnbar.org. Their number is 612-333-1183. That's the Minnesota State Bar when you have legal questions here. You can get some information. If you'll write me, I'll send you even more or tell you where to go to help find something. And one of the places you might want to go if you have the time, if you like to research and look up things, there's this website that I have been going to for quite a while. In fact, the name of it is RefDesk. You may have heard of it, maybe even been there. But it, that site is quite comprehensive. It covers a lot of categories from our elected officials through fact-checking, first-aid guides, um, government status, and legal information, medical information, as well as health information, also military. You can find people. 
You have a U.S. Cities Guide to get an idea if you're moving out of the state into another community. You might like to know about that city or anything that uh, of interest. I happen to particularly enjoy the one that deals with crime and law, where law officers are communicating on different issues. There's business careers, there's homework helpers, kids stuff, of course, legal resources again. Uh, if you check it out, you'll see that it's got quite a bit of information that you can get a general understanding of something and you want to get a feel for something. Do check it out, refdesk.com. It's time to take a break and listen to District Court Judge Stephen Halsey, chambered in Buffalo. He's going to be talking about your attorney. Welcome to Legal Happenings here on KRWC Radio. I'm Judge Steve Halsey from Wright County District Court, chambered in Buffalo. The uh, topic of my comments today is this. Your lawyer is your advocate, not your muscle. Young lawyers representing parties in lawsuits have a long learning curve. As a young lawyer, you are amazed that clients actually hire you for your expertise, listen to your advice, and follow your recommendations. What may take longer to learn is one's responsibility to the legal profession, the public, and the courts under ethical rules. Even if a potential client has money for a retainer and wants to hire you, there may be important reasons that you as a lawyer decline to represent them. Perhaps the most important reason, to be blunt, is that the person is a jerk and wants you, as their lawyer, to inflict as much pain, anguish, emotional, and monetary punishment on the opponent as you can, that is, be their muscle. Certainly any self-respecting lawyer is not going to engage in criminal activity and risk their attorney license and freedom to please a client. But a lawyer also has ethical rules that prohibit them from taking a scorched earth approach to litigation. Here are just a few of the ethical rules which Minnesota lawyers must follow. First, in representing a client, a lawyer shall exercise independent professional judgment and render candid advice. In rendering advice, a lawyer may refer not only to the law but to other considerations such as moral, economic, social, and political factors that may be relevant to the client's situation. Second, a lawyer shall not bring or defend a proceeding or assert or controvert an issue therein unless there is a basis in law and fact for doing so that is not frivolous, frivolous which includes a good faith argument for an extension, modification, or reversal of existing law. Next, a lawyer shall make reasonable efforts to expedite litigation consistent with the interests of the client. Next, a lawyer shall not, in pretrial procedure, make a frivolous discovery request or fail to make a reasonably diligent effort to comply with a legally proper discovery request by an opposing party. And one more rule, it is, it is professional misconduct for a lawyer to engage in conduct involving dishonesty, fraud, deceit, or misrepresentation, or engage in conduct that is prejudicial to the administration of justice. In addition to those ethical rules, the Minnesota Supreme Court has adopted what is called professional aspirations to guide attorneys, which include the following. A lawyer owes allegiance, learning, skill, and diligence to a client. As lawyers, we shall employ appropriate legal procedures to protect and advance our client's legitimate rights, claims, and objectives. In fulfilling our duties to each client, we will be mindful of our obligations to the administration of justice, 
which is a truth-seeking process designed to resolve human and societal problems in a rational, peaceful, and efficient manner. The professional aspirations go on to say this, a lawyer owes courtesy, candor, cooperation, and compliance with all agreements and mutual understandings to opposing counsel in the conduct of an office practice and in pursuit of the resolution of legal issues. As professionals, ill feelings between clients should not influence our conduct, attitude, or demeanor toward opposing counsel. Conduct that may be characterized as uncivil, abrasive, abusive, hostile, or obstructive impedes the fundamental goal of resolving disputes rationally, peacefully, and efficiently. A lawyer owes the same duty to an opposing party who is not represented by an attorney. That concludes uh, my quotes from the professional aspirations. Unfortunately, in family law, the worst often comes out in litigating parties and occasionally in their attorneys. I recall from private practice that some clients would be upset that I was being cordial to the opposing attorney in and out of the courtroom. Apparently, their approach to the divorce case was, quotes, I hate my spouse and their lawyer, so you must also, close quotes. As judges, we do our best to ensure that lawyers do not follow the expectations of their clients to take no prisoners for several reasons. First, it is unprofessional and harms the administration of justice and public confidence in the system of justice. Next, it is demeaning to the parties and their witnesses. Third, it costs money and increased attorney's fees and court costs. Fourth, it may adversely affect the children's emotional health and well-being now and for many years to come. In summary, lawyers must seriously consider declining to represent a prospective client who wants to extract a pound of flesh from the opposing party. If they are not so willing, they may find it hard to sleep at night and may face discipline from the lawyer's board of professional responsibility, causing even more sleepless nights. Clients with such unreasonable expectations also are rarely satisfied. That concludes my comments regarding the fact that your lawyer is your advocate, not your muscle. I'm Judge Steve Halsey from Wright County District Court. If you have any comments about my comments, you can send me an email at stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N dot Halsey at courts.state.mn.us. Thanks for listening to Legal Happenings. District Court Judge Stephen Halsey has been instrumental in putting these commentaries on for the last almost five years now or so. We thank him for that, and we thank you for listening. And if you do have a question or comment, we'd like to hear from you. You can reach me, John McCooley, at lawlibrarian at frontier.com. That's lawlibrarian at frontier.com. We'd love to hear from you, whether it's an accolade or whether it's a criticism or what have you. If you have an issue or something you'd like to find or having trouble finding, maybe we can help out. Law Librarian at Frontier.com is there 24-7. Coming up uh, soon, it's tax time. You might want to know this website if you are preparing your own taxes and be sure you want to ensure, rather, that you are meeting all the requirements that are state set. You might want to go to the Minnesota Department of Revenue. They have a great system and a great website. As a matter of fact, from agricultural production, you'll find fact sheets. Maybe you're working in the area of interstate motor carriers. There's fact sheets that can help describe what taxes are due and what aren't. 
use taxes, of course, for restaurants and bars, hotels, parking services, dentists, etc., even local governments, cities, counties, and townships. So just remember the Minnesota Department of Revenue, get the information right at the ready, and then you'll have a better understanding. And they can even show you how to file, some of the filing due dates, etc. And also, another great place for fact sheets before we leave today is the great website, www.lawhelpmn.org. It's got fact sheets on almost any subject to give you a very good basic understanding of any particular issue that you're dealing with. It's available to you today. For example, from consumer information, conciliation court, discharging student loans, disability, etc. Or maybe you have wage claims at work, background checks, time off from work, illness and death, etc., etc. So remember, the lawhelpmn.org is the place to go to get the fact sheets on any number of uh, situations and issues that could be bothering you. So this is John McCulley uh, having to leave again. Thanks for the company. Do appreciate it. If you would, uh, again, have a question, please let us know at lawlibrarian at frontier.com. And until we meet again, just remember that knowledge is power, and please drive with care. Thank you for listening.